This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. Well, September 6th is here, folks. Welcome into This Day in History on lineupmedia.fm, home to nearly 50 different podcasts now for you for your listening pleasure. My name's Tony Hubert, Armand Kachigian, my co-host. Today we bring you all the events who was born and who died on September the 6th. Armand? Yeah. You uh, you seem a little stoic today. Phlegmatic. Oh, All right. I don't know what that means, but if it's good, it's uh, you, huh? It's not good. We're brought to you by Audible.com and Amazon.com whenever. They, they know that. Yeah. Well, come on. It's, you got to take care of your sponsors. Oh, okay. Well, that's capitalism, bro. It is, and you're a big proponent of it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do some capitalism here, oh, folks. Okay. And you purport to be. This day in uh, historypodcast.com, you go there, you click on either the Amazon or the Audible banner, and you go grab whatever Armand tells you to go grab. Book, movie, film, other. Yeah, just grab it. Don't read it. No, do read it. Oh, that too? Absolutely. What's that got to do with capitalism? Uh, It's just the act of buying. Don't learn anything. Maybe it's learning how to buy more stuff. The liberals don't want you to learn anything. Maybe it's learning how to buy more stuff. Well, we'll talk about some of that. I've got a couple of despicable women to discuss today. Oh, I think you've left them both off here. I might have on purpose. Well, I'm not going to get away with that. I put, one on the, I put one on the list just for just you. Just to show we can hate women just as well, much you as we can, can hate men. You can hate women just as good as anybody. In fact, I, I probably hate women more. Lately, things haven't been You're going such well. a nasty woman. Yeah. All right. You're well, such a nasty let's woman. Start. Let hey, us did commence. you know? Wait a minute. Now I'm 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 a few hundred years before you. Oh come on! You didn't put the Battle of the Frigidus. No, I did not. Three ninety four. I guess that's an insignificant. Yes, it is. Just, to, to me, it is. It wasn't to the Roman it's Empire. It's a big Roman battle in three ninety four. Yes, it was C-E. between it was between Theodosius, who was the last emperor of the I East say, and though, West. I gotta say though, I like the name Theodosius. Okay, well, I like the name Eugenius, but uh, he lost. Yes, he did. Anyway, they fought at the Frigidus. Eugenius and his uh, Frankish. Uh, I don't know what they call him, militia, something. They had a name for him. Well, it's his, it's his Frank. It's his Frank. What's it called? Is it Magister or Magister? Magister. Magister, Magister Militum. Yeah. Whose name is, you were correct, Arbogast. Yeah. It's Frankish. Was he Frank? Gaul? Yeah. Gaul. He, was, he was Frankish. Frank. Okay. That means he's a barbarian. Uh, things were things weren't going so bad uh, at the, the first day of the battle. At the beginning of the battle, things weren't going so bad for Eugenius. In fact, it was kind of more of a religious war. Theodosius was he was a Christian, and uh, these guys, of course, they had like Hercules and uh, Jupiter on their sword or their shields and stuff. Wow. Eugenius he wanted to uh, revert back to the ancient Roman gods. So I guess our God was a little tougher because he sent a divine wind, apparently. Uh, he sent a kamikaze? Well, no. He sent oh. a bora, which okay. is the wind in that air in that uh, area. They don't even really know where this was anyway. It's somewhere at Illyrian coast, somewhere around there, I think. Um, anyway, this, this bora blew, uh, apparently blew dust in the, uh, it blew in the right direction. 
and it blew dust in the uh, faces of uh, Eugenius's archers. In fact, some say, and this is kind of hard to believe, that it actually blew the arrows back at him. No way. I don't know if I no buy way. that one. Now, anyway. I do believe it could knock the arrow distance down somewhat. Well, that, of course, happened. But arrows, Armand, I, I, I'm, no, I'm no physicist, but they tend to be pretty aerodynamic. Oh. Can I quote you? Yes. Okay. That's, they tend to that's slice right through that air. All cells come from cells. Yes, which was we learned that yesterday. Yeah, that was Mr. Verkow's mm-hmm. edict. Uh, anyway, so... Um, this, though, though this was a victory for Theodosius and the Eastern Empire, it, it didn't really turn out well for the Romans in general. Because, but what's it mean for us? Well, it means he put Honorius in charge, and that was he was a fuck up to be, you know, charitable. Blunt. Yeah, yeah. It, well, I, and, and Roman, I guess. What, what is it? Uh, Futue, Futue, Aramator, jerk off. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, that's Latin. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, because he was a really l- lousy uh, emperor, and it kind of led to the decline of the West, Western Empire. And also— Does this let the Gauls and everybody come in and well, take over? Well, th- that was what happened, because the Western Empire, they got, they got gutted so badly that they had to start taking in barbarians, ah. and they weren't the most reliable of allies to have. No. So well, read, read Edward Gibbon. They're looking out for themselves. Yeah. They don't got, care. If you've got three or four years to spare, read Gibbon's history of the decline and fall of the Roman Empire. That's a long tome, isn't scribble, it? Scribble, 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 Mr. Gibbon. That yeah. is a long tome. Yeah. Does what, it read what, well, though? No. Oh, God. But, I, I, you know, I, if you're I, interested in Rome, it's I kind of rudimentary. I'll Even watch the, I had trouble with I'll it. I'll watch the documentary. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure Ken Burns will do a yes. film on it. It's sort of watch, a primer. Watch the film piece. Uh, the Killing of Eugenius by the uh by the coward, Theodosius. Theodosius the first. first. Yeah, I'm gonna put that on every film now since that seems to you be really the, don't the format you that's the that is that is literally the name of the film. I know, I know. It's almost but it's you, you mention it so many times and I well, still I don't want to watch I, it. We strive for exactitude. I'm just following in your lead. It's almost a caricature. It's a, it's a running joke among our listeners. Yeah. Well, you and your hatred of Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm not a fan. And your blind belief in global warming. No, I never I just said well, deaf belief because I've tried to convince you. Planet's getting hotter. You tell me why. <laughs> no, it isn't. Well, you just you've only recently changed your tune on that. Now, in 1492, y'all know what happens. Columbus sails the ocean blue. Blah blah blah. Most uh, most of us Americans are taught that he just leaves from Spain, and then the next thing piece oh. of land he hits is is the New World. Right. Now, Not so. Stops and gets water, I think. Something Not anymore. so. Yeah. Where does he go? He goes to La Gomorra. I never heard of this one. Gamora. La Gomorra. Isn't the, that a Japanese monster? I think Gamera? so. Yeah. I think it fought Godzilla. Which one was that one? Was that the three-headed 56, monster? 57. That was a three-headed one, wasn't it? Oh, I love those films. Against Mothra. We got to put that on our little uh, site. <sighs> Mothra's so great. Those two little twins. Rodan. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? That was kind of unfair. Yeah. It was Rodan no, and Godzilla and Mothra against, well, it was, it was Monster Zero in one movie. And yeah. they had a, that was his name, though. No, it wasn't Ghidra, wasn't it? Ghidra? Ghidra, the Could three-headed be. monster. I Who like Gamora, it. though. Yeah, as opposed to Sodom. No, no Sodom, just the Gamora. Well, anyway, the island La Gamera. Well, Gamera, I think his name was. Well, it's G-O-M-E-R-A is the island here. It's talking a, about the monster. It's in the Canary Islands. has nothing to do with the Japanese monster. But this is this is the final port of call for Columbus before he actually does sail across the ocean. Yeah, so it wasn't a nonstop trip. He had a layover. I doubt they're waving hankies at him as he left. No, they're probably I don't making. Think they're like probably making. Sayonara, a sucker. Yeah, yeah, never see you again. No comebacky. Eh. 
Gamera, yeah. fictional giant. Mo- what the hell? What does he? Look, what does that look like? Looks like a big rooster. Could be. Fictional giant monster or kaiju. Kaiju. Uh-huh. Operating from a series of Japanese tokusatsu films. Oh yeah. Gamera, the giant. Mo- look at that thing. Oh, I can't see it. Ridiculous looking. Yeah, yeah. What the hell is he supposed to be? Well, they had extra latex from the Godzilla suit, so they gave him some wings. I don't think he was in on the fight with uh, the three-headed. Oh, that first Godzilla, though. That was That's all you need. They've tried with Godzilla so many times. It just doesn't recapture. He's featured on Mystery Science Theater, so. Oh, good. I wonder if you could see a zipper like Ultraman. I hope so. Oh, I loved Ultraman yeah, as a kid. Man. Oh, I used to get up on the couch, grab a magic marker, and click it. Like, I got the whole series oh, on DVD. Wonderful stuff. I like Johnny Sacco. Great, flying ro- great robot imagination. Okay. Also, little uh, more navigation another, history. Another failure for you today. If you ever get this trivia question, what's the first ship to circumnavigate the globe? Well, the answer the is the Victoria. Wrong. The only surviving ship of Ferdinand Magellan's expedition, it returns to yeah. San Lucar de Barrameda yeah, but in Spain. Ferdinand Magellan didn't survive. No, Ferdinand he didn't come Magellan's. with the ship. He yeah. got off at the Philippines and he stayed there. Yeah, that was Alcano. Not by his own accord. Alcano either. finished the, the trip. So that's the first ship to circumnavigate the world, the Victoria. Yeah, I guess. and you dispute that. You say it's the no, Pelican? No, no uh, it's the Victoria. Okay, that was uh, Francis Drake's ship. Oh, that's right. The that's Golden right. Hind. The Golden Hind. He circumnavigated. I think he was second. Yeah. The first Englishman. So uh, I wonder what ever happened to the Victoria. Yeah. Too bad. Well, who cares? Make pool tables out of it or yeah. do something capitalist with it. Yeah. Like, well, a museum. Mm-hmm. If it makes money, sure. Yeah. 1620, another ship, Mayflower. What is this stuff? What is Exploration Day? It all ha- It's amazing in history how many things settle on the same date. It really is. Yeah, the Pilgrims sail from Plymouth, England on the Mayflower. They set sail September 6, 1620. Look at that. That's three big set sails, or one or two leaving port, one coming into port. Yeah, all guess, on September 6. I guess they already scotched the speed well by now, huh? I, apparently. That didn't make that was not seaworthy. 1628, back to New England. The Puritans settle Salem because they thought this would be a great place for a witch trial. Now, it would later become part of the Massachusetts Bay Colony, which is bigger than yeah. Massachusetts. Cotton Mather, the, the Mathers, nice guys. And, of course, no witches were burnt. No, no, that's, that's no a, they weren't. That's a, that's a myth. They, that were, is, they, were, they, they were treated very... Uh, how, how shall we say charitably? Yeah, they threw them off the cliff. No, no, they they uh, they they put rocks on them. Yes, they killed them by that or hanged them and hung them, which I think is very fair. Do you think that's an equitable thing? I'm sure. Now, better burning. I'd rather, I'd rather be burned. I'd rather be hanged. A witch cannot be a virgin. Uh, how is that I, correct? Uh, yeah, uh, that's a heretic. A heretic. If okay. you're, yeah, that's Joan of Arc was a heretic. Aha. Uh-huh. Because because every whatever else she was, she was still chaste. Which is more than I can say for your relatives. Gotcha. Well, it's more than you can say for anyone's relatives. Well, I don't know. I got a couple nieces. I hope are not yet deflowered. Not the relatives that are responsible for getting you here on this planet. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, you don't want it. I don't want any chasteness. Chastity, uh, no. I believe, is the adjective. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. All right. No. I'd get me a. Get, we espouse nymphomania. On no, this show. no, no, no. We, we are anti chases I love a good procreation. 
I think you should look into it. I know. I, I, I forgot yourself, how it's done. Someone as smart as yourself should probably have some progeny. Do you, do? Do you have to take your clothes off for that? I forgot. No, it's not necessary not really? anymore. They got ways around that. You just go to the doctor. <laughs> you can make a deposit. That was the funniest. You, you could be on... You Did know, you, you see bad you're, teacher. You're, you're, you're th- yeah, yes. <laughs> the dry. That was the funniest scene. The, that's <laughs> unbelievable. Was it Timberlake? Justin Timberlake? Yeah, the, 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 noise he made, the noise he made. It was and incredible. They had the clothes on, right? Yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> he made a <laughs> orgiastic, horrible movie. Moanings. What? I thought it was pretty funny. That scene was good. Thought, oh, that was she was funny. Oh, Cameron was hilarious. Whoa. What's the matter with you? Eh, the movie. What do you been. want these days, man? If you get two laughs out of a movie, it's no. I want movies like Gold Rush. I like movies like Superbad, where it's about a laugh every thirty seconds. Well, there aren't too many of them. No, I know. Sixteen forty-two. Um Parliament in England, long, the long part, yeah, which lasted virtually forever, they're, twenty they're, years. They're tired of laughs. They don't want any more laughs. They want to suppress the laughs. So you know what? To make sure they do, they stop all the stage plays in the theaters well, yeah. in London. That's why it's called the Restoration Comedies, etc. Because yeah, it restored. Yes. Well, I got it. Let's see now. This, what what you now? 16? Why the hell? Wow, this is before. This what? was even before. Uh, this was even before Cromwell took but, over, so you but, can't really blame Cromwell. Right. And it's, uh, what are we here? Well, about 24 years before the big fire. So there's plenty of good theaters around. They haven't burned down yet. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying but to... why? Why are we Why yeah, are we they're... ending stage plays? Hey, listen, I wouldn't have a problem with them ending sequels in Hollywood. How about that? Have the long power. How is that capitalist? Dissolve them. How is that capitalistic? I don't know. It's, yeah, but yeah, it's not. It's, yeah, but it's, You're an anti-capitalist. Art gratis. What has a Artist gratis. What, oh, boy. Ars gratis artia, art for art's sake. Art for art's sake. Okay. You know uh, where that is? You know whose motto that is? No. Are you kidding? Yes, I am. MGM. Kidding. Oh, very good. It's the one around the line. Look around yeah, the, the line. Yeah, well, the lion. Well, the lion roars and it scares everybody. No one reads the thing. You ever seen the picture of when they filmed that though? Yeah, I saw from the back. It's really cool. Yeah. Because they really have a lion on a stool. Sure, of course they do. There's nothing separating the guys filming it and. They get the lion to roar. I bet Louis B. Mayer wasn't they, in that room. They capture the iconic footage. There have been several lions, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. The they, first one they did, Leo, you know, it's in was, black and white. And, yeah. But the pic, the still pictures from the session are amazing. Yeah, you know, the shame is that when they did my, Night at the Opera, yep. they were going to have the Marx Brothers come through there, you know, and roar. <laughs> and roar. But Louis B. Mayer thought it might, you know, they should have just demeaning. had Harpo open his mouth and have that. Well, he wouldn't have roared anything. Yeah, but yeah, it would have been demeaning to their. Trademark, so I think Louis missed the boat. Come on, Louis, have a have a sense of humor. I don't think that was Thalberg. He wanted to do it. Now you know we love science on this day in history, and in 1803 we have a big event that uh, well we live with it today. John Dalton, British scientist. It's his birthday, by the way. Wow, you omitted that too. I did. Yeah. Damn, I missed that. Happy birthday, Mr. Dalton. He uh, 1766. He begins the use of symbols to represent the atoms of different elements. Yeah, well, that's not such a big deal. I mean, I carbon, C. C. Good idea. Good idea, John. We got I wish it. I got that, that one right. Nitrogen, N. How did we get Na for sodium? Oh, because that's uh, uh, that's the Latin. I like natrium. And how did, and how did we get Au for gold? Because that's Latin also. A Latin. Uh, okay. Aurium. Aurium. I believe. All right. it is. You okay. Know that's Spanish, right? Oro. Isn't that? Isn't that? Gold? Well, Oro. Is yeah. O R O right? But it's A U R. That's from the Latin. Ah, oh, so then, when they uh, say silver, you have an aura, you have the yeah, gold. Like, right. Get and then, it? And then uh, argentum all, is silver. It's A-G. all it's all falling into place. Yeah. So, so yeah. Arge- yeah, because a silver car in Lat in uh, Italy 
they always refer like a Ferrari. It's not a silver Ferrari. It's an Argento. Okay. For, now, I'm uh, trying for, to think of why Mercury is HG. HG? Because it's Quicksilver. Uh, hmm. Yeah, uh, most, of them make a, be most of them make a lot of sense. Helium. Boom. Oh, there, yeah, that looks H, easy. That's, we could have done this, Armand, if we... Yeah, and then they got that one about that the name for that Armenian guy. It's like element 117 or 118 mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Now, now they just name them after like... Uh, you know, they have like Berkelium, Californium, Californium. Sweden, Swedenorium, whatever, you know, anything you name, anywhere you find it, it's yeah. named after you. Now, what is the only element named after a woman? Huh. Oh, this is a good question. Oh, yeah, it's a great one. Curium. No. Although, I think there is a, there might be a Curium, but it's not, it's named after them both, I think. Okay. Who? No. Meisnerium. Meisnerium. Meitnerium. Named after Lisa Meitner. Meitner, okay. Yeah, who worked with Otto Hahn on fission, nuclear fission. Wow. Yeah. Well, well happy Meitner. birthday, Dalton. There's Einsteinium. Your, your symb- oh, it's Roman God. Your symbolic table. Hydragyrum. Hydra- uh, yeah, Mercury is also some quicksilver. Mercury was named, well, I know that, Roman, Roman God, comes from hydrargium. Hydragyrum. From, that's from the Greek. You got me. I mean, oh, okay, it makes sense, meaning... Water and silver. Ah. Hydrogidos. Got it. Okay, so a... Hydrogidos meant silver in Greek? No. Why is the sandwich called a gidos? I don't know. Silver. I don't know. That's a good trivia question, too. Maybe because it was a... Hydrogidos. Was it a fish sandwich? No, it's lamb, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. It's lamb. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it'd be called silver. Well, anyway, that's... All right, now now Dalton, we got to, You want to go into him now or later? Because I got things to say about him. Well, very let's go. Famous scientist that you completely dispatched. Well, it's his birthday. Callously. We'll hit it. We'll hit him up on his birthday. Right. We'll come back to that. Now, you know what happens when you get an unemployed anarchist? Uh, you got trouble. You get a dead president. And, you know, I, I, is what you get. Right, and he's got a crush on Emma Goldman. That's even worse. Why do these assassins always have a weird crush on somebody? Yeah, this guy was really nuts because she was John Hinckley, ugly broad. John Hinckley, Jodie Foster. Well, all right, I can see that. He should, but it, had he known she was a lesbian, we probably wouldn't have had so many problems. Oh, that might have turned him on yeah. more. Who knows? I don't know about that. So in 1901, Leon Chalgosh. Chalgosh. You are yeah. so much better at these Eastern yeah. names. Usually than I. called a disgruntled anarchist. Yeah. Although I've never met a gruntled anarchist. No, they tend not to be gruntled yeah. at all. Yeah. Well, Here's what happens. Buffalo, New York, the Pan-American Exposition, um, you know, which is essentially a World's Fair. Yeah, it wasn't some kind of music thing or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, His security guy kept telling him, hey, because you know, this guy, McKinley, liked to shake hands. He did. And kiss babies. He's he a personable be, guy. He liked to smell the people. Well, And he liked to get out and about. Yeah. And he's out and about he in re- Buffalo. So he refused. He refused uh, security. At which, the big Pan-American Expo- Exposition. Uh, again, which is like uh, some, like I said, some music exposition, some music thing they had going on. Yeah, but I mean, it's a big. Yeah, but this it's is, like the this St. Louis World's Fair. It's like the Columbia I know, Exposition the, in Chicago. At, yeah, he's at the you know the funnel cake stand. This was like a you know right. whatever. So uh, say the name again, Leon Chalgosh. Chalgosh shoots and fatally fatally wounds McKinley. Now McKinley doesn't Done die twice yeah. right away. No, I had the doctors have to work on him and kill him. Yeah. But, although um, he probably would have died anyway. Unlike Garfield, who the doctors actually did kill. Did kill. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, so again, uh, for the one, two, three, for the fourth time in a row, a president elected in the year zero, ending in zero, has been. Yeah, well, this is. Has been killed in office. Of the curse of Tecumseh. And they have enough time that they're able to notify 
Teddy Roosevelt. It took Reagan to break that curse, you know. It did. Yeah, his, Boy. he was tougher and than their gods. You could admit, maybe, that by the end, he was clinically dead. <laughs> maybe you can admit it. You and your you and your god of economics. Ronnie was struggling at the end. Oh, bull. Yes, he was. Believe me, he was more lucid than you are. No, he wasn't. Sadly, he wasn't. There's a good documentary on Reagan coming up on CNN. You ought to check out. Maybe we're going to make a documentary about you. Sure. Yeah. The coward who derogates Ronald Reagan after his death. Now I derogated him during his life. Yeah. As a teenager, that made you very popular. I realized this guy was an actor. Well, yeah. I'm sure you were deified among the comics. Not really. Not really. Uh, so, yeah. Did Teddy, you see, uh, by the way, that the Antifa has been, had already been, uh, during the Obama administration, had been labeled a terrorist group? Did you see that? A lot of the, like Southern, if you watch, uh, for instance, just segue here, Southern Poverty Law Center. Yeah. Yeah. Be, be careful with that designation of hate group or terrorist group. It. Yes. It. Uh, We're treading water here? Well, what, what is their that? definitions can be wide. Oh, Okay. So they're really nice guys, just... No, no, no. It goes both ways. It goes both ways, Armand. What do you mean, goes both ways? Okay. Explain (sighs) explain yourself. I I think the Southern Poverty Law Center's probably been a little aggressive in terming terming some of these groups hate groups. I think they're a hate group. Including the Southern Poverty Law Center? Yeah. Oh, you're full of shit if you think they're a hate group. Well, you think that's what they're all about, poverty... Equality. Do you know anything about them? Yes, I've read quite a bit about them. Okay, then you should know that that their their terminology gets you know like this has nothing to do with them. I'm talking about the federal government. This is this. No, we're having a discussion about them at the moment. Yeah, but I'm talking about who designated Antifa as a terrorist. Oh, it was it was the government. It was Obama's uh, the whatever. What what do we call it? uh, That bogus one. The one uh, bogus what? That bogus cabinet. uh, The last one. Homeland Security. Oh. They're the ones designating them. Yeah. Had nothing to do with the poverty, Southern. Just anyway. saying, a lot of these and watch now, groups oh, out know, there. Pelosi but, came out, and Feinstein. Now they're all, even Ryan, that knucklehead, mm-hmm. even he came out. Yeah. Generally speaking, yeah. I'd like to avoid violence. Thank you. I've said it, I don't know how many times I got to say that to you. Well, you seem to when I when I imply that they were just as bad as as a Klansman. Standing up to Nazism is not as bad as ah, Nazism. Right. It's not. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Even if you if you have to bust a few heads to do it. Now, it, we went to war over it. We did. Yeah. Standing up to Nazism is not as bad as Nazism. The, the, this correlation. I'm tired of people saying it. Yes, I wish Antifa could adapt their tactics and not What is Nazism? National Socialism. Okay, right. Okay. Nazism as it's defined in America how about, how is, about fascism? is completely different. How about, uh, how about uh, Japanese militarism? Right? Same thing, I guess, right? How about out-and-out communism? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well... How about Stalin? How about uh, Mao? Okay. So what, where are we going? If I find, yeah, if I find a communist and beat the crap out of him because I think I'm superior to his political, his geopolitical viewpoint, and because he's killed all these people. Really? Are right? you standing up to him, or are you just seeking him out to do damage? Right. No, I'm Antifa. That's what I'm. What doing. are you doing? No, there's a difference. You stand. Well, I, you know how fervently I hate Mao and Stalin. Uh huh. Okay, but I still wouldn't go beat up a communist. 
Yeah, I wouldn't suspect you would. Okay. Now, if they were beating someone else, I'd defend him. Yes. Okay. I don't think that's what was happening. That's all. Okay. I still decry their methods. Yeah, I wish they could change their okay. methodology here. But I do not justify violence. But just because you walk, just because violence erupts. Well, that, I think these guys use an excuse, and I don't know how many Nazis were well, there. At you can you can make that assumption, but I don't know. All right. Well, I don't. I don't make any assumptions. Well, you just did. You, you said they can use that excuse. Well, that's an assumption. You've made an assumption that they're looking for a fight and just looking for. <laughs> well, an I saw excuse. the I saw the video. That's not an assumption. I saw that. Yeah, I, I did you. too. Okay. We all saw the video. Well, and I'm and by the and by the way, Berkeley too. By the way, it's been reported correctly. That Antifa was was exchanging punches and blows. Okay, I've also heard that the media won't say what Antifa did. No, they have. What? They've said it quite loudly. They've said it quite clearly. If you choose not to hear it, that's on you. Well, I'm just getting my, the assumption I'm making is that you don't vilify Antifa as fervently as you vilify these quote Nazis and neo Nazis or whoever else was there, as if there is this moral high ground. And I don't think there is. Okay. You don't think there is? They don't hate as much as the other hate group. That hate group's not as bad. Yeah, so the group opposing... I would have arrested all of them. The group opposing the hate group hates more than the group that is hating. Yeah, but the one hate group had had, uh, stones and and feces and and, uh, boards with... Well, I think Leon Chalgosh would have agreed with you. Anyway, this is a big deal because we get Teddy Roosevelt. It is a big deal because you do get Teddy Roosevelt, and I know you're not a fan. (laughs) Yeah, I'll say. And I, it's, I hate look, that guy. Every assassination is such a ch- course change in well, American history. Get, it's really a, amazing. Well, do you know who his first, uh, going back to McKinley, his mm-hmm. first, uh, this is a trivia question also, his first vice president was? Yeah, because it wasn't Teddy. It was. Uh, and this is a trivia question. Who were the only elected president and vice president to both die in office? Was it Arthur or no, Cleveland? Garrett Hobart. Hobart. So anyway, Garrett Hobart. Wow, yeah. that's a tough one. Yeah. So anyway, Garrett Hobart died of natural causes, and uh, McKinley basically said because you know he he finished this was before the Twenty Fifth Amendment. He finished out his uh, first term with no vice president, which is just fine with me. And then uh, at the um, he was very popular. He, he's going up against William Jennings Bryan again, which is not the best. You know, you already right. kicked his ass in eighty ninety six. He's the uh, Hillary Clinton of uh, yeah. The come 19- back and get another beating. Yeah, of the nineteen. Did he publish election. a book called What Happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a dipshit. No, I actually I, I don't really hate him that much, but I mean him is by All right, all right. Anyway, all right. But what were we talking on. about? Wait a minute, I was going to say something. Oh, McKinley told he didn't pick anybody. He yes, basically, he basically said you guys pick. Yeah. And here's well, they, they want to get rid of Roosevelt. They didn't know what to do with him. So, so what are we going to do with this guy? Put him on tour as right. VP, right? Because that's useless. You exactly. Because nothing could go wrong with that plan oh, until yeah. All right, we'll get back to him too. 1916, the Piggly, uh, the Piggly Wiggly. You ever been to a Piggly yeah, Wiggly? Of course. Live yeah, in the South. Good. Man. First self-service grocery store. They're expensive. I don't like them. Opened in Memphis by Mr. Clarence Sanders. Saunders. I Saunders. Yeah. Sanders. No relation I, I to the they'd Colonel. I thought they cheap. They're not. They, I had one right by my office when I had my office in Metairie, Louisiana. There was a piggly wiggly. I used to go to every day, and I got screwed every day. I gotta say, um, I got the I got when it. we whenever we're in Florida, and like uh, staying for a while, you know, a week or so or more. We don't go to the Piggly Wiggly to stock up. We go to... Uh, Wait a minute, I'm wrong. That was a Winn-Dixie. 
So Piggly Wiggly might be okay. Um, we don't go to Win Dixie either. Win Dixie, there's there's another one we go to. I'm forgetting the name. It's like a. There's a Piggly Wiggly up in. Uh, I used to go to the one in Kenosha, Wisconsin. They had one that far north. Yeah, they're all yeah. over. Yeah, I think Win Dixie is the one I'm thinking of. What about Food City? Now Food City's cheap. I haven't been there. Yeah, that's Aldi's. It's like Aldi. I'll tell you what. Good luck beating Walmart. It's impossible, I got a dude. Gallon of, gallon it's of milk impossible. for a dollar fourteen. You know, I pick up I pick up groceries on the weekend, you know, and I'm just I, I'm just going through there. First of all, the first thing that hits me about walking through a Walmart in the food section is, my God, the sugar. My God, the sugar this country eats. Yeah. Jeez. Isn't it wonderful? Unbelievable. First of all, it's not sugar. It's high fructose it's corn, corn syrup. syrup. Yeah, there's right. no sugar at all. Uh, the second, thank, you can thank the sugar industry, uh, you know, protectionist yeah. sugar. For the that. second thing that I notice is. God Almighty, the scale in which they're able to purchase. Well, Amazon may be going after them. Yeah, they're going to have. I mean, look, it's. I read a stat once, Armand. Even if you hate Walmart, I don't. And never shop there. I love Walmart. Okay. Even if you never, because a lot of Americans don't like it because of the underemployment. Okay, great. And, okay. Don't don't shop there. Hold on. Excellent. Hold on. No, I, I agree. But Let I, me finish my. I make. I'm point. making my point. No, you're not. You don't have a point. <laughs> You'll have a point after I tell you mine. Yeah, very so this, decisive point. This study was about probably three, four years ago. So I, I don't know what the figure would be today. Even if you do not shop at a Walmart, Walmart saves the average American $2,500 a year by driving prices down. Yeah. Wow, that's almost as much as you save with uh, Obamacare. Isn't that wonderful? Jeez. That's 5000 altogether. Of course, well, that's what most people would say that's not good. Right. What driving the prices yeah, down? Yeah, because mom and pop get put out of business. Et well, no, that People is can't keep look, up. Walmart. Of course, it's good. Walmart has taken businesses out of rural America. Devil's There's no question. I don't know about that. By There's, the way, no, I've seen it. I've grew up and I watched it happen. No, I don't think so. I mean, there are shops right here. Look, look around. These are all shops are doing fine. I'll bet. Walmart's not kicking their asses. We're d- these downtown rural areas like Edwardsville, Illinois, Antioch, get, Illinois. We're not in a rural area. Well, this Antioch, suburb, Illinois is. is now, Antioch they're doing would fine. Be. But when Walmarts first came onto the scene in the 70s and 80s, it did hurt the mom and pops around well, the town A&P square. is the one that killed, supposedly. Well, they're the ones that, the, the mom and pop grocery store. That's another one. A&P. You know, but my town was lucky enough to have an IGA, so yeah, independently owned. And I had one right by my office in Gray's Lake. Still in business to this day. So is that one. Harry Becker, IGA, Trenton, Illinois. I thought he just died. Oh, that was Gary Becker. No. Yeah, it was that? Was, wasn't that the Steely Dan guy? Yeah, he did over the weekend. Hey, he was young. What happened to him? 67, man. Yeah. That was What's the name? Not Gary Becker. Was it Was it I, Gary Becker? Gary Becker's so. the economist. Oh, he was named Gary Becker, too? You go look it up. Well, who are they? Becker and... Uh, well, you know Steely Dan? Yes, I know Steely Dan. Well, who's he at? Fagan. Donald Fagan? I don't think it's Gary Becker, though, is it? You know what's Walter. Walter Fagan. Because I'm Gary Becker's an economist I like. But you know what Steely Dan is? I knew this once. Yeah. You should. No. It's a dildo. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Isn't that neat? man. And to think <laughs> the high school. Dan. To think the high school marching band uh, oh, they play that? At, my, at my daughter's <laughs> high school played Steely Dan for. for uh, yeah. Play for for halftime shows. Body Sadva? Yeah. Uh, one more before we do birthdays. Yeah. Hey, Germany must have been shaking in, in their boots oh, on no. September 6th. South Africa declares war on Germany. Mm, that was a big one. Just yeah. didn't want to be I left think, out. I think they turned the tide right there. Good it was grief. all over. 
All right. Who was born on this date? Armand, I'm going to start well, in 1879 unless nah, you can nah, beat that. Way before you. Like I told you, 1766. Yes, Mr. Yeah, Dal- John Dalton, who was – this guy was – man, I'll tell you. You talk about meticulous. Meteorologist took like, I don't know, 50,000 readings. Crazy guy. Uh, rediscovered Hadley cells. Not that you know what those are. Uh, and our global warming people probably don't either. They're, um, you know, the air currents. Uh, basically, at the at the uh, it causes the air to rise at the equator, and then it goes towards the tropics, and then it comes back down, and that's a cell. And there's yeah. several of these go up to about 30, 30 degrees latitude, uh, and move back toward uh, ground level, and then and that's what causes the jet stream, etc. I maybe not the jet stream, but the the currents. You know, what what am I that Gulf Stream? Gulf Stream, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Those are called by caused by Hadley cells. Okay, uh, that somebody apparently Hadley discovered them, but Dalton popularize him or rediscover him. Mm. He had several gas laws. Dalton's law of total pressures. And now this one to me here again is more or less a tautology. The summation of the partial pressures in a gas equals the total pressure. And I remember being taught that in chemistry. I think, well, duh. Okay. So All John Dalton to that figure is, that one out? Is the party in the first part shall be known as the party in the first part. There ain't no Santa Claus. There ain't no Santa Claus. Okay, uh, Let's see. The atomic theory, we talked about that, yes. weights. And now a Dalton is one gram per mole. It's the atomic weight, one being hydrogen. Okay. Two, helium. Yeah. Three, what's it called? Lithium, beryllium, and so on. Carbon is what, six? Nitrogen, seven. Oxygen, eight. I used to know the whole, I mean, the first three or four rows. I had to know them for chemistry. Anyway, so this guy... Uh, what else did he, oh, yeah. Now, apparently, uh, some people debated whether – now, this guy would have been a great global warming scientist because he was apparently good. His instrumentation supposedly wasn't that great, but it's like his intuition. He's one of those guys is I think this is going to happen, so I'm going to measure it. Oh, my God, it did happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, he kind of uh, preordained a lot of his experiments. Boy, the, the, the global warming people would love him. But so, so other scientists said he's not quite as meticulous as he should be. In fact – Course experimenter, somebody called him. I wonder who that was. Now you got me looking at the periodic table. Yeah, I yeah. love my I love my noble gases. And I and, and he confirms my theory. All great men are bachelors. <laughs> Never got married. Not necessarily all met great men are Quakers, but right, he he, right. Was, he and uh, well, I can think of one jerk that was a Herbert Hoover was a Quaker and a bachelor. No, oh, married Lou. A, remember he and Lou? Oh, that's right. He and Lou yeah. speak Chinese. Married well, spoke Chinese. Hey, cut it out. I got a message on uh, right. Bumble. Also, birth birthday today. Max Schreck, German actor. Oh yeah, he was a Nosferatu. That I think that's not his real name. That means terror in German. Good, good screen so, name. Though. Yeah, he was. He was pretty good Nosferatu. Oh like his, hell like yeah, fingernails. That's creepy as you can get, especially in that era. Nineteen. Oh, yeah, it was nineteen ten. It was. That's an old one, man. I mean, you look at, I mean, that just looks otherworldly when yeah, you see I him like, in nice that. Nice makeup job. Now, uh, how about uh, how about this next one? No, I, mean, I got Jane Addams here. I got to talk about how much I hate her guts. Why? She wrote a lot of great letters. We have correspondence. What? Or is that Abigail Adams? Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Hull House. Oh. The precursor to our welfare system. Now, okay, Jane Adams, born in 1860. Uh pff, from, of course, a very wealthy family. Mm-hmm. Her dad was like one of the wealthiest guys in, in Illinois. Mm-hmm. So naturally, when he dies, she's got nothing to do. No, she didn't have to worry about money. Right. And she doesn't have to worry about men because she doesn't like men. Oh. 
Uh, so uh, she did, although she does like, of course, John Ruskin, who is one of our favorite anti-capitalists, Oxfordian jackass, uh, irrimator, thank you, fatuate ipsum. And uh, anyway, so she decides to, and she goes to visit uh, London because she has no idea what to do with her money or her life. And she visits Toynbee Hall, which is this utopian, uh, let's have the poor and the rich live together. Mm-hmm. That makes people happy. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, she decides, I'm going to. Wait a second. Who does that make happy? Nobody. Oh. Everybody, apparently. You know, that's the problem. But anyway, she starts Hull House in Chicago. Ah. And where, I don't know, where the poor and the rich can mingle, and she has a little art gallery in there, and they can take music lessons and art and, uh, and you know, and, and learn socialism. Anyway, she and her girlfriend, and I, knew, I didn't know her name, girlfriend's name. I knew she was Ellen Gates Starr. And then she, she uh, unfortunately, she jilted Ellen Gates Starr and married Mary Rosette Smith. So how'd she get married? They got married. Apparently, how? They said they were married, which I don't have a problem with. I get it, as you know. I get it, but how? How they said that's my wife. That's how, which is how it should be done. Yeah. Huh. Read up. They They got a justice of the peace to sign off on. Doesn't matter. That's not what marriage is. I don't say anything about what the government recognizes marriage. Yeah. So if two ladies want to get married, it's okay by me. That's not my problem with Jane Adams. Yeah. Right. But anyway, she. Uh, anyway, the, the interesting thing about it is and here again. I this whole house is supposed to be haunted. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Supposedly somebody, somebody had like because they welcome women that were yes. you know not entirely unviolated. Uh huh. And right. somebody had a devil baby in there supposedly. Oh my god. Yeah, the legend of the whole house devil. Did it have baby. horns and a tail? Yeah. I don't cloven hoofs. The whole deal. I don't know. I mean, this that may be. You have heard of babies being born with tails, though, right? Well, they have. Yeah, the caudal thing. And yeah. yeah, the notochord or whatever the hell you call it. Is, yeah. Yeah. It's not a yeah reptilian tail, but yeah, occasionally a baby's born with It's not prehensile. You can't pick up marbles with it. baby's born with a tail. Anyway, so the place supposedly is haunted. I, I think it's still standing somehow. You wow. Because, you know, it's a testament to socialism, so mm. we can't tear it down. Mm. And it's in, uh, you know. Uh, you know who else has been on it? And Now, I can't really, I'm not going to condemn Hull House per se, because most of it, as was during that era, yeah. was... Uh, it was a charitable organization, sure. and they got a lot of money from uh, Frank Lloyd Wright's mother. Oh, wow. Okay. So listen, you want to give your money to this thing and let people do whatever the hell they're doing in there, no problem. The problem is people thought, well, this is what the government should be doing. So let's let's have the poor, you know, and it was the beginning of the welfare state. She was a big admirer, of course, of Bismarck and, yeah. you know, German socialism. Right, right. So anyway, Jane Adams. Okay. Or 18s. I don't. I can't believe you neglected her. I didn't want to get you upset. Now you're upset. One of your icons. I wanted you oh, to really go off. Somebody on this, else gets me more upset. This next up. guy, 1888. Oh, well, this guy just laugh at Joseph P. Kennedy Sr. You know me. I love a rogue just as much as anybody else. A bootlegger, a businessman, and your 44th ambassador to the United Kingdom. Now, calling him a bootlegger and a businessman is more or less a tautology. Isn't yeah, it, it is. It yeah, is. That's it's kind of insane. redundant, isn't it? Yeah. And not only that, he was banging, uh, you know, you got to admire him from banging Gloria Swanson. Now, I'd, pr- I'd rather focus on his film endeavors. You know, now this is, what the, this is how Joe Kennedy operates. He had his own film, his film company, and it was, it was basically uh, merged a couple companies and he merged into RKO, Radio Keith Orpheum. Anyway, he wants to get his hands on the uh, Pantages circuit, which at that time was owned by a guy named, I think it was, was it Alex Pantages? Obviously Pantages, but I forget his first name. 
Uh, and there was right by my office. I had an office in Hollywood, the famous Pantages, right down the street from my office. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Pantages, he offers like 8.3 million Pantages. No, I'm not taking it. Because he won, you know, because he had what they were at that time called combo houses in the early 30s, where they actually had vaudeville and movies. Gotcha. So he wanted to buy this whole Pantages circuit. He said, screw you, I'm not going to do it. So apparently what happens is somehow one of Pantages ushers, I can't remember, Eunice something, Eunice Pringle, I think, because I keep thinking of potato chips. So I think it was Eunice Pringle, you know, me and my mnemonic devices. Yes. So I think it was Eunice Pringle. She's 17 years old, an usher at one of these Pantages theaters, accuses a guy of rape. He gets sentenced to like 50 years. Well, all of a sudden, these, the charges are dropped, apparently, and the deal goes through for like $3.5 million with Kennedy. Now, you can draw your own conclusions as to what happened there, but that's how our boy Joe operated. So he took over the Pantages you know, at cut rate. And then he got out of movies entirely and sold the whole thing and made like five million bucks. And of course, he was ambassador to England, uh, first head of the SEC. Why you want to catch a thief? The higher a one. point a thief. That's FDR talking. So that's the kind of guy he was. And we all we so, have talked about his daughter Rosemary, who didn't live up to the Kennedy standards, so she got lobotomized. Well, uh, anything else you like to? She died in Rosemary died in two thousand five at the age of eighty six. Um, According to people who were in the Kennedy household, names never even mentioned in the house. Right, right. Uh, A name that shall not be spoken. He said uh, the doctor, Rosemary's doctor, said Joe would call Rosemary mentally retarded rather than mentally ill in order to protect John's reputation for a presidential run. Well, that was what it was all about. Yeah, it's better to have a mentally retarded sibling than a mentally ill one. Yeah, that's a euphemism, yeah. It, well, of course, it was all about Joe Jr., but he got shot down, I think, during World War II. Yeah, he sh- he, Joe Jr. Uh, is uh, killed August 12th of 1944. Yeah. Uh, that's not the only one, though. Kathleen Agnes. There's a uh, bunch of them. Known, right? known as Kick, died in 1948 at the age of 28. And, I don't uh, know her. Yeah, that's why, because, you know, um, she never had children. She was married to uh, uh, Bill Cavendish. And then, you know, the rest of the clan. I keep forgetting. Bobby Kennedy had 11 kids. Wow. Well, you know, he's got like 30 grandchildren. And yeah. I think 26 of them are still alive. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I'm not a big. Now, that Pantages deal you were talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the revised offer that yeah. Kennedy sends in, uh, he sends in an offer of eight originally. Right. A little uh, bit more, I think. After, yeah. after the, uh, the charges for uh, rape. Right, uh, uh, come in. Uh, that offer goes down to three point five. I just said that. Million. Yeah. yeah, I know. I got it at half price. Unbelievable! Less. Unbelievable! Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Here again, let's not assume. But I mean, as as uh, this just goes. Captain Quig said, "There are certain things we must assume if we're going to be good officers." I mean, this guy's life yeah, is he, what, it's what, much – I, I got to tell you. Somebody had to make a movie about him, right? He married Honey Fitz, you know, uh, Honey Fitz's daughter, the big, you know, uh, Boston uh, mayor. Mm-hmm. He didn't marry her for her looks. No. Although she wasn't that bad, actually. For connection. Yeah, I mean, you could you could do worse. You, you know, I'd marry Honey Fitz's daughter. I don't care what she looks like. But that helped. You know, this guy's a big Boston kingpin. Probably the Tammany Hall of Boston. Yes, yes. So that's Fitzgerald. That's why these guys are all named Fitzgerald Kennedy, because mm-hmm. that's the other side of the family. 
And uh, I'm going to read up on him, too, because I'm sure he was one of a hell of a crook, too. Got to be, right? But, uh, yeah. Got to be. There All right, go. who else? A uh, couple more birthdays. Jane Curtin, born in 47. Um, Jane, you ignorant my, slut. Yeah. Famous. My, well, she's funny. I yeah, like, I liked her. I liked her in uh, – she wasn't bad in Third Rock from the Sun. No, she was good. I was, she was. Yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. He, one of the She and, and Lifgow had a good rapport on that show. Yeah. Uh, 1943, Roger Waters, Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah. I like Pink Floyd. Yeah. Roger Waters was just in town about Stark a couple Dark Side of the ago. Moon still on the charts? I think it is now, right? For that 40th year? Boy, it's just... Jeez, that thing never went they need away. A, they need a new format to sell it in. That's the... Yeah. See, you go from... Uh, it did so well because it goes from vinyl to cassette to CD. Yeah. Then on to iTunes. Now I don't know what else you, how else you would get it. Uh, now, Car- you, now you get it like some of those people get in their fillings. Oh, pick yeah, up pick radio, it up as a radio yeah. signal. Yeah. That's what they ought to make. Carl, Carly Fury, uh, Fiorina. Fiorina. I like this gal. I mean, you know, uh, Trump gave her a pretty hard time. Well, I don't think she's that ugly. Good you? grief. She's he, okay. He gave her an unnecessarily she's, she's hard rather, time. I don't know. She's kind of, wouldn't you call she's a little lupine? Yeah, yeah a little bit. Doesn't that one mean like a rabbit? Or is that, no, lupus is wolf. What's rabbit like? I don't know. Lepus is rabbit, right? Lepus. So is it lupine? Uh, man, anyway, but she she was Hewlett Packard head. She was. I'll tell you what; those debates, I liked what I heard out of her. Now she has a record too. Uh-huh. She has the shortest campaign as a vice president. It's like a week. Yeah. Remember, because Cruz wanted her on the yeah. ticket, and then yeah. he, he got out. Yeah. a week later. Oh, Ted was smart enough to realize this isn't going. Well, according anywhere. to you, everybody hates him. I think Carly liked him. Yeah, no, how's rabbit? But like? according to me, also, he is very, very, very intelligent. Damn right he is. 1958. My name of the day: Buster Blood Vessel. Get out of here. English singer-songwriter. Oh, well, that may be a pseudonym. Yeah. Also born in 1958, Jeff Foxworthy. Hey, I like him. You know what? That redneck thing, while it gets old, if you listen to some of Foxworthy's like regular stand-up when he isn't you know, doing the redneck thing, it's pretty good. Well, I like the sh- game show. No, when the who tried to get smarter on than a fifth yeah. grader. Oh man, yeah. I want to get on there so yeah. bad. You might have been good on that. Oh, that was perfect. Also born in 1958, Michael Winslow. Who? The guy in Police Academy who does all the incredible uh, <clears throat> sounds. Oh, 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 Leaperine. Okay, that's rabbit-like. Okay. So Lupine is wolf-like. Wolf-like. Yeah. Leaperine or Canicular. I never heard that one. All right. Or simply Rabbity. Rabbity. Yeah. You're saying Carly's Rabbity? I think she's Leaperine. No, she's Leaperine. Anyway, I, I don't think she's that bad a look at a gal, do no, you? She, he, she, he just... God. Yeah, but he's he does see that thing. You don't see the the method in his madness. No, I he see the her method. Off. I see the method. Well, he got her. Oh, really? Yes, well, I do. Then okay, I nobody see, else did. Then. I see it all too well. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, politics being such a noble pursuit, you can't well. insult somebody. Nineteen sixty-two. Chris Christie is born. Uh, how much did he weigh at birth? I don't know. Sixteen. That's a cheap joke. Come on. Oh, let's. Oh, oh, all of a sudden, gee. Yeah, let's not make. He's a Republican. I think you've been kicking his ass all about that stupid Bridgegate thing. Nah, I've What's said very little anyway? about his Bridgegate thing. Well, I'm saying something about his weight. I don't like the guy. No. 1972. Idris Elba. Luther. That's a show you ought to check out. What's that got to do? With it? Oh, I assume he this might guy's be. On the, that? He might be a future James Bond. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Good actor. You know who uh, Ian Fleming thought of as uh, James oh, Bond? Oh, you told me this once, and it was really strange. Was it Rathbone? No, that's that's Margaret Mitchell's idea of Rhett Butler. Oh, that's it. Okay. No, Hoagie Carmichael. B- bizarre. Yeah, that's a weird Thin, you know, a little well, toothpick I, I, in his I, mouth. I get that, but. 
streamlined. Have a ragtimey. I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't ask me. Just That's odd. Yeah. All right, back to the events. 1966, Cape Town, South Africa. The Prime Minister, Hendrik Vervoord. Sounds Dutch to me. Well, it's South Africa. Yeah, I guess. This guy is the architect of apartheid, so keep in mind. Oh, well. Now, here's a part. This, to me, is a, is a parliamentary meeting. The Prime Minister, Hendrik Vervoord, he stabbed to death in the parliament. Yeah, but you can't call Carly Fiorina a dog. That's that's politics, brother. Listen, it's all's fair. You know, I mean, it's a hell of a parliament, well, Dan. You, you it makes you wonder what the mentality of somebody that wants to get into politics uh, is. Just are you that thirsty for power? You want to go through that? There's got to be understand a it. special kind of ego. Yeah, don't tell me say. it's to serve your fellow man. I I I really don't want to hear that. Uh, 1972. This no, it's to enslave your fellow. Man. This is the day that the nine Israeli athletes taken hostage right. in Munich. I'm not sure you had to write all their names, even though it's a glowing tribute. Yeah, uh, I assume hand- you're gonna. Yeah, we'll do that during the death. Them. You're gonna yeah, no, it's important. What you wouldn't want your name to be mentioned if you had been killed in Munich? If I'd want to, no, they, none of these guys want a medal. Uh, they did. <laughs> I apologize on behalf listen. of the nation of Israel. Hey, listen, the, in, in the your, wrestlers wouldn't want to be ju- mentioned. Just for you, just in your honor, they're going to uproot a tree on the Avenue of the Righteous. Why don't you uh, name the uh, space shuttle die? People who died in the space shuttle accidents, too, while we're at it. Did you know that uh, recently there was a report came out and I saw and didn't get a lot of play, but apparently they were alive until they hit the surface of the ocean. Which one? The Challenger. Challenger. Yeah. yeah. The Columbia's Columbia different one. story. Yeah, yeah different no, story. They, they didn't get anywhere near the ocean. Yeah, but apparently they were. You think? Well, it's, it, hard it, to believe. it's a did report. You see that thing blew up? It did. It did. And maybe maybe the shock waves would have. Oh, yeah. But. That's hard to believe. Now, I, I do remember. I know. That's why it didn't get a lot of play. I'm just saying it's a report. And Well, remember that, uh, was it the jet, uh, value jet or whatever, where apparently those people oh. were still alive and they, you know, and the crocodiles got them or whatever? Yes, no. in the swamp. Now, that's. That's pretty. God Almighty, that's not fun. Um, so the uh, the uh, Israeli athletes killed yeah. by the no, Black September this. Palestinian terrorist group, um, they die. As did a German police officer, and uh, two other Israeli athletes were slain in the initial attack the previous day. So there you have it, Munich. Uh, even talked about suspending the games or canceling yeah. them. And, yeah, I'm, I'm at all that for point. it. I'm all for it now. I think I think the Olympic era is coming yeah, to an end. Enough. I don't think anyone will be bidding on the 2032 deal. L.A. again. <laughs> It'll just be the permanent home. Yeah, thing. just make it permanent. Why not? All right. Now, here's one after my own heart. If I told you, hey, bring me a jet and I'll give you political asylum. Well, a Soviet pilot did just this in 1976. Victor Belenko. Lands his MiG-25, a a Mikoyan? Mikoyan Gurevich. A Mikoyan Gurevich, which, as we've stated, the MiG-25 has Armenian roots. He lands his MiG-25 at Hakodate, Japan, and he requests political asylum. And, of course, they say, well, you brought us a MiG political asylum? Sounds good to us. Well, see, I think the guy's a dumb shit. Because how about Should, the other guy that got like a hundred thousand bucks to bring in a Should have requested more. Yeah, what an idiot. Yeah, 
I, I just don't want political excitement. If I were on the radio, I, I want I want a ranch in Idaho. I want two million yen, or I'm going to run this thing into the Sea of Japan, and nobody. Well, gets now it. you're a terrorist. The Come sea on. of Japan? Nobody well, get hurt. Sea of Japan. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying. I'm going to I'm going to you know I'm going to jettison. I'm going to hit my. Boy, uh, to, nobody gets it. To get a Mig 25 and 76, that is incredible. Yeah, but the guy could have made a lot of money. I know, he made, he, but he's not a capitalist, Stupid Armand. Communist. He's not. See. Bolshevik. He's not a capitalist. He's not your type of guy. Had, had you been around, oh. he would have taken this moment of extreme capitalistic opportunity and really cashed I'm in. I tried to sell a picture of a MiG. I wouldn't even want to fly it. I just get the plan somewhere. Sleep with some gal. 1983. Like John Profumo. Korean Airlines Flight 007, yeah, which had been it. shot down. The Soviet Union on this date admits <laughs> that they That's did big of them. shoot it down. But they did not know it was a civilian aircraft. Mm, I'm not sure I buy that That's one. That's a tough one. That's a they tough one. They didn't know one. it was an aircraft at all. No, they knew it was an aircraft. It was a Again, the documentary on it's pretty clear. Yeah. The they talked to the pilot who I thought it was a German Zeppelin who launched on the a missile. Bombing raid. Yeah, what they think it was. Okay. Yeah. 1991. Oh, there was that. Was that that Russian colonel? That saved the world, really. Remember? Yes. They, they thought, hey, we got to have a show on him. That will be on Surreal Talk. Man, what the hell is his name? They say, here comes some IBMs. No, they're not. No, they're not. Said fire. Somebody told him fire away, and he didn't do no, it. didn't do it. So, hey. I think that's one of the ones McNamara references in the three times that we almost blew ourselves yeah, that to guy bits. Yeah, that came real close. Uh, 1991. One well, uh, guy kept his head. St. Petersburg, the name, restored to Russia's second largest city. I like Petrograd. It better. had been known as Leningrad since 24, been known as Petrograd previous to that. I think 19, St. Petersburg. 18, the revolution. Has a nice ring to it. Yeah, 1995. in Florida, too. Yeah, they do. Cal Ripken. Plays in game number 2,131. Yeah. Now, what's his 2632? Is that his record? Yeah. Yeah. So he breaks Gehrig's record, which had stood for 56 years. That was a good night. Hit a home run that night, too. Hmm. Okay. And then in 1997, did you watch this? Over a million people lined the streets. 2.5 billion around the world watched the funeral of Diana, Princess of Wales, on September the 6th, 97. Game on or something. I think there was some kind of college football or something. I, I, I remember watching. Or I watched uh, Jeopardy. I remember watching, thinking, man, hey. that's a lot of people to turn out for. I, did, I still can't figure that guy and, out. And I felt so bad for the kids having to walk the street behind their mother's hey, casket. Yeah, right. Oh, it, it, it's tough being Prince of England. Yeah, oh, well, still. Yeah, Would you well, want to do that? I think my mother commits suicide to make me Prince of England. Yeah, I'd take it. All right. Uh, here's who passed away on this date. It's a tough one, but yeah, the uh, the names of the uh, right, Munich wait a massacre. I got several before that. Now remember the other day I was telling you that uh, there was an American that was killed. His name was David Mark Berger. Is uh, and he's an American Israeli weightlifter. I said wrestler. It wasn't. He was a weightlifter. David Mark Berger. How he doing? Well, he's Jewish, obviously. Well, so no, he's, he's, I, it, either it was either yeah. one of his parents or his grandparents. Yeah, that's common. Yeah. And uh, so he, you know, if you can't qualify for the U.S. team, you're you know you have ability to qualify. Well, for you a, got the, you got the terrorist. You got to talk I'm about him. I'm not mentioning too? him. What's he doing on I'm here? I'm not mentioning him. All right. Uh, Ziev Friedman, a Polish Israeli weightlifter. Josef Gutfreund. Good friend, I guess, right? Yeah, Gutfreund in the German. Gutfreund. Gutfreund, uh, Israeli wrestling judge. Oh, okay. Well. Eleazar Hoflin. Eleazar. Eleazar. That's you how you say the, that? I guess. Eleazar. Have you read the bar? Uh, isn't that uh, Moses's? 
Oh, is it his brother? No, that's... No, Amos is his brother, no, right? No. Uh, Aaron? Aaron's his brother, but Eleazar is like his son or something, I think. Oh, okay. Did you watch uh, Ten Commandments? Yeah, but I miss... Charlton Heston? I, I fall asleep during parts. Uh, the Russian-Israeli wrestler? Remember who played Aaron? John Carradine. John Carradine, yeah. Uh, Amitsur Shapira, the Russian-Israeli runner and a coach. Kahat Shore, Romanian shooting coach. Uh, wow, Mark, how did they get him? What's uh, he doing there? Mark's, well, couple, I don't know. Oh, wow, a couple of Romanian-Israeli. Oh, Romanian yeah. Israeli. Well, yeah, they see his... It, because you're, yeah, I don't know how good. many people were native I, to Israel circa right. 72 yeah, is what it. I'm saying. You know, they had they had all been from, immigrated from Sembolay cells. Kahat Shore, uh, Mark Slavin, uh, Israeli wrestler, Andre Spitzer, Romanian-Israeli fencer and a coach, and Yakov Springer, the uh, Polish-Israeli man, wrestler man, and coach. Wrestling, when they get those wrestlers, man. Wrestling really took man, a beating sucks. there. God, that's yeah, it's my sport. All right. Uh, I only have two more. Armand, what do you have? No, I got several more. First of all, we'll Jean, Jean-Baptiste yes. Colbert. Mm-hmm. We, remember we were talking about Fouquet? Uh, the yes, other? we were this talking about This guy kind of led to his downfall. This guy's an economist, big tax and spend guy. Even back then, he died in 1689. He uh, rose to prominence in Louis XIV's government. Uh, you know how he did that, though? It wasn't by bringing down Fouquet. After Mazarin died, Cardinal Mazarin, who was uh, his regent, uh, Louis XIV's, uh, um, well, cardinal, uh, I guess you would call him. What, his Bishop of Canterbury? No, this is what you call or? him. Eminence Gris. Oh, Eminence. Gris, gray Eminence. Uh-huh. Look it up. Anyway, uh, he, after he died, apparently he sequestered a lot of money. Well, Colbert found it and gave it to the king. Hey, that'll, good. That'll Where did he find it at? I don't know, but I'll get you in solid. Probably in a chaucible somewhere. <laughs> In the collection plate behind the altar. In a wine bottle. or Anyway, so uh, they abolished the office of uh, superintendent, which is what Fouquet was. And he's an embezzler big time. We we know his story. Anyway, this is pretty good. I like this quote. This is this is you'll hear this quite a bit. I didn't hear. I didn't think it was quite like this, but this is what he says. The art of taxation consists in so plucking the goose as to obtain the largest number of feathers with the least possible amount of hissing. And I've heard that. It's a hell of an analogy, and Damn right. I can't disagree. Yeah, so this guy knew his shit, didn't he? That's Jean-Baptiste Colbert. He died in 1689. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, 1566, going in reverse order. Suleiman the Magnificent. Yeah. Yeah, well, I would probably call Suleiman the mediocre. Ottoman? Yeah. Yeah, he was well. He was military guy, and damn, when damn near came close to taking over Europe. Thank God the siege of Vienna didn't work out so well. He for got him. that far inland. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Wow. Conquered Hungary, all the Balkans. Yeah, all of, you know, all yeah. He was getting. And was he fighting out of uh, Constantinople or ish? You know, well, I've probably Mecca and all that. You know. Oh, I mean, he, yeah, even that far. Well, yeah, the okay. Ottoman Empire was everything. Yeah, but wasn't their capital? Constantinople, or that was or the Byzantines. I don't know. About had the they Ottoman. changed the Ottoman to a I don't know much more Arab-centric capital. Anyway, I'll look that up. Siege of Rhodes. That one he won. Uh, Sultan, the tenth Sultan, apparently, or the I don't know. I guess there were nine before him, but he ruled for quite a while. Fought a lot of wars. Golden age, apparently, of the ottoman empire do we get a lot of science out of that yeah, age? supposedly good you know, i don't know about that astronomy i guess is their mm-hmm. algebra i think they came up with yeah um and art although i don't know i don't know any famous sculptures or paintings from that era so that's suleiman also he was called the uh 
let me get this right, Kanuna, I guess, Kanuna, lawgiver. Because oh. apparently Sharia law only goes so far. Yes. And he decided to go further. Okay. So he was a legislator too. Uh, let's see, who else have I got here? Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Margaret Sanger, 1966. I hate this woman. Now, what's what's it, when I bring her up, what occurs to you? Give me your opinion of her. I don't know much about Margaret oh, Sanger. Right. I mean, but she's like this 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 is she's in the pantheon of the liberals, right? Because she's Is she? Okay. Of course. You know, planned parenthood and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And she's the the free choice person, you mm-hmm. know, it's your body. Yeah. Well, you know what that was all about. Basically, she's a eugenicist and thought that Poor people were yeah, they're, they're weeds. Gonna, they're going to elect. Uh, they're going to elect this form of birth control. Yeah. Well, the poor equals uh, cheap. Cheap human beings. Uh, and uh, she was basically, like she said, she was a eugenicist and wanted to eliminate these. She thought more at that time. It wasn't. Uh, although I'm sure she didn't have a real high opinion of blacks or Asians. Right. The Eastern Europeans were coming here, and she thought that was a blight. Causing all these, you know, all these immigrants were causing poverty because you look. She looked around and said, "Wow, wow, look at all these terrible, these terrible conditions these people live in. Mm-hmm. It's because they're scum, and they're coming here, and we can't have any more of that. So we can't let them procreate. And that's the Margaret Sanger. You ought to hear some of the things this gal said. So uh, let's well, see. give me an example. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. You have to go to a KKK rally, then you could hear her speak. She did address a few of those. Really? Yeah, isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, they're on the same page. Let me see. Uh, must clean up our garden. These people are weeds. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, prevent the birth of defectives. That's what she's trying to do. Mm-hmm. See, they're, they're, yeah. yeah, playing God she is. Yeah, now if she's got any statues, why are they still standing? I don't know. Does she? God, I hope not. So here's a big raspberry for you, Marge. <laughs> All right. 1990, Tom Fogarty. Oh, he's Credence. Not, he's a night. I got a better singer than him. Well, not better Credence sing- Clearwater. I got a better songwriter. The Texas Troubadour. I did see that. I, I didn't know if you would know him, so I oh, left it off I the list. Okay. Oh, I hate his voice. He's got I like his I like his songs. Guy can't sing. Have you heard him sing? Yes. He's awful, man. He's not good. How did this guy now I we got know. now give the, the guy who really can sing? Are we gonna hear some of this for once? Play something? No, because you don't like audio. If you're gonna play Pavarotti, I like it. You don't like audio. What? I don't have See, the cable. Now, that would have been, now, you would have been right on the ball. I'm going to tell you a story you about that, though. Ernest Tubb walking yeah. the floor over you. Right. And, 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 to, Pavarotti and to Luciano. singing Celeste Aida. Well, let's. Uh, Tom Fogarty, uh, yeah, died in 1990. Brother of John, Credence Clearwater yeah, he died Revival. Young. What did he die of? Uh, but in 2007, Luciano Pavarotti passes away 10 years ago now. Wow. Yeah. You know my first concert ever? Was it free? Nope. Oh, no, it was not free. It was expensive. My mother took me. I was young, but he was playing a benefit uh, for a hospital. And it cost money? $50 ticket. Oh, a donation. Which was a donation. (laughs) Yeah. Circa 82, 83. Yeah, what did he sing? Uh, He had the whole orchestra behind him saying... um, saying everything uh but i distinctly remember nessum dorma towards the end yeah, of the that's, show that's kind of his you know always. signature move yeah and i remember there were seven remember that horrible movie you made there were yes, seven giorgio oh yeah <laughs> there were seven encores hmm, that's not a good night for him. seven encores yeah but what was that one night but now? armani he didn't do this in a theater he played the uh uh the hockey rink he played the arena 
Oh, oh, so and sold fight? it out. Anyway, he had some he had some losers though. I think it might be on YouTube or something <laughs> where you know like they got booed off stage. Yeah, later he, years I remember that. Yeah, when he wasn't quite on that. his game, man. Those Italians. No, they were harsh. They didn't, they didn't cut him any slack. But look, at that point, get he, off the stage, at fatso. The, at the point I saw him as a kid, I don't think he was even fifty years old yet. Well, eighty-two. No, he died. Was he like seventy-one? Right. Oh, let's see here. So he's okay, he's born in thirty-five. He wouldn't have turned fifty until eighty-five. Yeah, he's not even fifty years old. Yeah. And uh, now he's huge. Well, of course. Um, he looked like the guy on the Bugs Bunny. Uh, he would look like Chris Christie. Hey. See? <laughs> Asshole. I gotcha. For two way tapsum. The uh but it was remarkable. Hey. I can still I arm on it, seriously. Well I saw Placido Domingo. I've never seen And I've never I've never seen another famous I've never seen Placido or I've seen the Carreras. I saw De Stefano. Uh, or uh, who's the blind gentleman who's uh, really, I really Buble? think. Buble? No, no, that's Michael Buble. Uh, blind uh, gentleman. Um, Italian, the blind of course. blind shake? No. Speaking of, I just watched a documentary on Uh-oh. him last night. <laughs> well, uh, no, the History Channel has a stop watching these documentaries. three-part You're series. You're polluting your mind. No, it's a. It's Sanger a th- was right. Jesus. What? All right. They have a three-part series, The Road to 9-11, oh. and it's really fascinating. Where does it end? Uh, 9-11, It, it I guess. doesn't. I th- I'm oh. waiting for part three tonight because oh. it... Yeah, that's coming up, by the way. It carries us through, you know, but... I think that would be good surreal talk. Uh, well, it know, also, you know, again... There's a lot of surreal talk about again, that one. For, uh, just as 9-11 is only the, you know, 16th uh, anniversary, 17th anniversary? 16th. 16th. Um, Stop with the implosion thing. Just please stop. I don't know. Boy, our buddy it's Nick. A, it's an exoskeleton building. It's like an egg. You pierce the outside. The yeah, floor. but you know, now the latest thing I see, at least on Facebook, Just, making its way around. I've seen it, too. About what the, the building right next to it that's supposedly not touched. That, that's an odd one. I'll give you that. That's an odd one. Okay. Well, maybe they the same people with the charges in the World Trade Center reinforced those no. those beams. How about that? Anyway, what are we talking about? Oh, Pavarotti, Pavarotti. The, the three tenors. Yeah, Carreras. Yeah. you can't you can't Domingo. believe I saw Pavarotti. My first concert ever. I'm not Wait, kidding. Well, I believe either. your mother had to drag you down there. Yeah. Well, she wanted someone. Of my your dad, own volition. No. My dad didn't want to go, and I said, <laughs> "Yeah, I'll go." Where are we going? That I believe. We're going yeah. to the hockey rink. We're going to see. Uh, and uh, how old were you? I was probably twelve or thirteen. Yeah, you probably have a choice. Oh, I think I did. Probably I took you to Ted Drew's custard or something. Oh, I don't. We you had, know where no, you were we, going. We, you had to get dressed up in everything. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember I wore like a, a little Lord Fauntleroy outfit, kind of, like yes. Freddie Bartholomew. Yeah, kind of like that. I had a tie. I remember I wow. definitely had a tie on. Not an ascot. No, no, no. <laughs> I also Smoking remember jacket? I was about the youngest person in that building by about thirty years. That was a lot of gray hair. All right, well, and I'd our seats. I'd rather were, see Bobby Orr play. But, and our yeah. seats were fifty. Now to sit down by the stage. Was like two hundred and fifty. Just a donation. Just a donation. Right. Recommended. Right. We made a lot of money for the hospital that well, night. Good. I think it was Cardinal Glennon. Hey, Saint I got Lose. no problem with that. It was, but it, I, I, it was, I, I definitely remember um, Nessim Dorma and what's the other? And big? what opera is that from? Oh, you got me. Turandot. Turandot. Yeah, that was Puccini's last opera. In fact, he what's completed. The, what, what's the two other big Pavarotti numbers? Uh, Oh, let's see. I don't know. They, he's got, you know, the one from uh, Vesti La Juba from uh, Pagliacci, where he's a clown. Up tempo. He, fun no, song. He's crying. Oh, man. he's a crying clown? Yeah. Vesti La Juba. Oh, okay. Laugh, clown, laugh. Laugh, clown, you know, laugh. He's crying inside. Oh, got it. Which is by uh, Leon Cavallo. 
He likes that one, of course. And I'm sure, uh, que, uh, what is that? Kimana Gelida. Your little hand is so cold mm-hmm. from La Boheme. From La Boheme, okay. Now, I'm going to put him in my top 10, but he's no Caruso and he's certainly no UC Burling. Uh huh. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he's not bad. Well, he's the best I've ever seen. Well, I'm talking about, but yeah. of all time, yeah, I'd say uh, having you made me listen to Caruso. That's that's a hell of a voice. Yeah, God Almighty, that's a hell of a voice. All right, Armand, September sixth. Well, I guess what, we have to come up with something that we think is well momentous for today. The momentous South one. Africa declaring war. Boy, that no, that that's not it. <laughs> the the turning right. point. I was bigger than Midway. Uh, but I don't know. I guess the Pilgrims. I've... No, I, I really think you've got something. It's a double dip because of Dalton. With what? the with the symbols and also it's his birthday. You're Dalton's being rather a, generous. Dalton's a big deal, but the one that I really think changed. Well, you, know what is, you know what Daltonism is, by the way. I didn't even mention no. this. Color blindness. Oh, really? He was really yeah. He, really, he got the red orange thing and all that stuff. Okay. You know, this, uh, you know apparently it's or is a, it not red orange? It's red green. Red right? green, but there's others too. There's I mean, a, okay. never, you know, but Daltonism is there a is blue orange one or something like I don't know. They don't have cones, I believe. They're short and short on cones. Short. And there's other some pigments too, something in the eye that they're short. So there's several different kinds. Gotcha. All kinds of gotcha. Daltonism. But the I would say really, the one that's affected the world we live in today from September the sixth. You'd never admit it, but it's probably the Battle of the Frigidus. Um some pretty far reaching consequences be. to the Roman Empire. The closer one though would be the death of McKinley. When a US president yeah. is shot, that's a game changer. Yeah, well, any when, day of the week. When Teddy Roosevelt takes it. Oh, and by the way, uh which one was it? Uh oh, I think it was uh you know, she uh, apparently uh Jane Adams was a big peace nick. Yeah. You know, peace nick. Okay, I'm with you there. Mm-hmm. Well, one of her best buddies was Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, not, that's not hip- hypocritical, not, not is it? A, not a peace neck. Never saw a war he didn't want to get into. Well, at least, yeah, be portrayed as. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you may be right about that. You ever? I'd read, rather have Chalga. You ever read the big Edmund Morris biographies what? on Roosevelt? I can't get through. I, I don't know. Is that the one uh, Theodore Rex? That's the middle one. Yeah, yeah. There's I mean, the rise well, of. I'm not that interested in the guy. Now but, I tell you, the one I think it's David Brinkley or Douglas Brinkley. Probably Douglas. I don't think wrote one anything. about his ornithology, and it, it you know sort of. I've wrote, read a couple of books by Roosevelt. Roosevelt in Nature. That one was fascinating. I read his uh, our, our, the book he wrote about the War of eighteen twelve. Oh, uh, yeah. Naval. You Navy. know, you know, he had like he was Jefferson like in his yeah. buying of books. Yeah, and he wrote he wrote quite. I think yeah. he has probably got the record for most written too by by president. Oh he yeah, he forty. Does. He does. Uh, if you can sit through that. Um, but you know what made him actually made him popular? What got he was uh, he was the chief of uh, the New York uh, chief of police. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I think it was what, now 1895 or 1896. There was this unbelievable heat wave. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to read. There's a book on that that I'd like to read. Yeah, I mean, hundreds of I've people are dying. This. I've heard about this. And there's like no surcease here because at night even it's in the 90s. Yeah. and at this time you got those tenements. Of course, there's no air conditioning. People brutal. are dying by right. The, you know, a lot of people died. So they're all laying around everywhere or whatever. Apparently, Teddy Roosevelt had this wonderful idea of giving away ice to these people that are sleeping in Central Park or wherever the hell. And then all of a sudden, he's God. Mm. And that's what made his reputation. One simple thing. He's like thing, a national huh? hero. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. You also know, uh, you ever see the picture of Lincoln's funeral uh, going through New York City? Was he there? I think he attended, right? Didn't he say he wanted to be? No, he's a he's a child. Yeah, and somebody said, "Don't you don't want to be president, right?" Or something like that. Something like I know that. The legend. But as the funeral uh, cortege uh, cortege is going by, they snap a picture, 
and it's Teddy in the window looking down at the street. That's him. Okay, because I thought somebody said to him. No, and I think that's correct it, as well. It might have been. I don't know if it was Johnson, but somebody said, no, you don't, or something like that. But he, Is it Cortage or Cortage? Cortage. With, yeah. C-O-R-T-E-G-E. But you, you see the black, you know, horse-drawn. Yeah. And, and they're, they're passing in front of the Roosevelt home, and instead of being down on the street, he is looking out the window. Yeah. Well, and you can see him leaning out the window. If he didn't have his glasses window. on, he didn't see anything because so, he had horrible you know, Kind eyesight. of a historic picture. It's really like one future president looking at the passing of another. Yeah. Yeah, one you person know. I can't stand looking yeah. at the passing of another person. So there you have it. All right, September 6th in the books. Thanks to our producers, Brian Kroc, Andrew Allen, show writer Corey Smith. Don't forget, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or any major podcast outlet that you find us on. And yeah, like like us on Facebook at okay, facebook.com slash This Day in History Podcast. Hold it now. we got to get it all in. Cortege or oh. Cortage? Cortage. Cortage. Z-H. Cortage. Mm-hmm. Check that picture out, though, Armand. You... you I'd rather watch little John John saluting. Uh, no, that's, that's, that's a, a touching picture. That's another tough one. By the way, I did watch the film Jackie. Yeah, yeah. boring man. I was bored yeah. too. I, there were some things I thought I was like, oh man, they missed. Was, yeah, I mean, they missed so many opportunities to really like tell they tried a story. To be dull though, I mean, uh, almost how much yes. silence. Do you have to have almost? Yes. I don't know. I don't care to see her trying on all the different. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, weird. It was well made. No, just, it looked good. Yeah, I was like. Come on, let's get but, on. But with it. I mean, needed a screenwriter. Uh huh. I volunteer. There you go. Half a million bucks. All weeks, right. I'll have a first draft. Well, when September seventh rolls around, we will be right here to tell you about it at lineupmedia.fm. So long for now. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.